Today at the podcast, we talk about videos, why you should be doing them right, why they matter to your brand. We're going to be talking with former broadcast journalist and current video coach, Tori Toth. So hang tight and let's get going. To the designers, to the brands, to the influencers, to the business owners that are struggling or just want to step up their game, this podcast is for you. My name is Mark McDonough. I've been marketing for the last 20 years and have worked with some of the biggest brands from the Roger Thomas Collection, Restoration Hardware, to Walmart. I'm also the CEO of one of the fastest growing PR and marketing firms in the interior design industry and also one of the top design blogs, Tastefully Inspired. My goal is to bring you valuable, actionable marketing and business tips every podcast. I talk business growth and help to empower business owners and brands to think bigger. If you think your business needs some help or just want to spotlight your business, please reach out so we can get you on the show. I want to know your story because I promise you it will inspire others. This is the Tastefully Inspired Podcast. Hey guys, this is Mark. All right, today I'm talking to Tori Toth. She is a video strategist and we're going to talk a little bit about what it's meant to her business and why she actually decided to jump in. Hey Tori, how are you doing? Great. How are you doing, Mark? Not bad, not bad. Like I said, I'm testing out the Zencaster thing so for the podcast. So we'll see how that goes. So talk to us a little about video. Where did this all start? Where was the origin of you saying to yourself, I'm doing it? So I have a little bit of a secret past. If uh, For those of you who do not know me, uh, I dabble in home staging now, but prior to my home staging career and me opening up my business in 2009, I was a TV reporter and I was one of those multimedia journalists where I had to go out and shoot and write and edit and interview and be on camera. So I had to do the whole shebang all rolled up into one. And uh, I loved, I love, love, love that process. And I'm excited that I'm able to take that process and that experience and use it in my current business today. You do realize right now there's probably anyone listening to this is right now going to YouTube and typing in Tori Toth, news reporter. <laughs> you know what? I was just searching the other day what would come up with that, especially with my old station. Um, I was out in Columbia, South Carolina, WLTX for a while back in 2007, and I feel like they've wiped me clean. There's, I'm, not, I'm nowhere to be found. There's like a couple of pictures of me reporting, but that is about it. You know, I got to be honest with you. I kind of like that. Do you know what I mean? Like you and I do video stuff. I mean, and I look at some of my older stuff way back when, when, when you, when, you know, you don't really know what you're doing, even though with the news thing, they really do know what they're doing, but it's kind of nice to have a kind of a clean slate nowadays. Kind of hard to get that. Well, I mean, so I still have, if you go to my older YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash stylish stagers, you'll see some of the first videos I've ever done on YouTube still up still active, still there. Um, no shame in your game, right? If, if it's out there and it's producing value and content, why not keep it out there? All right. I like that. I like that. All right. So you jumped in, you, you, cause I know how it is. I mean, you have all these kind of like the wires, the cameras, the lights and everything, and you're trying to do it yourself. 
and you're, you know, taking a couple deep breaths, watching some YouTube videos. So how did you decide that this was a path you wanted to, wanted to go down? I mean, it really is a path. It's called less traveled. Yeah. So when I started uh, my home staging business, I just came across all these people. It, I live in New York City, so it's crazy that I came. I did come across all these people, but people just didn't understand the concept. They didn't understand the value. I was getting a lot of um, pushback and a lot of no's. And so I don't know about you, but I hate cold calling. I, I'm not a big salesy type person. So I took to what I knew. I took to my roots and I started putting videos together um, about my company, the services that I provided, the value that home staging brings in the real estate market, uh, the costs that are entailed. And I really just started creating how-to videos to teach people more about the industry overall. Okay. Okay. That works. I mean, it seems like it's a perfect fit for kind of where you were going anyways. So you got, okay. You, so you got that little bit of the video bug to you. I mean, you, you felt comfortable on camera. You kind of were feeling that you were getting in your groove and you, just, you kind of went with that, correct? Yes. Because it is yes, hard. Yes, yes. It's hard. Yeah. I mean, I was using, I think I was using my HP laptop back in the day. I didn't even have a mic set up. I didn't even have like a real camera or, or lighting. I'm telling you, if you go back and watch some of the first videos, you'd be surprised. But at the end of the day, you know, you just got to start somewhere and know that you have a message that people are looking for. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I mean, but you had the one thing going for you that most people struggle with, and that's the feeling like comfortable in front of the camera, or at least comfortable enough to actually do this. I mean, it's something yeah. that is very, very hard. You know, like um, I was telling a lot of people, it's like, look, here's the thing. You see Instagram, you see all these perfect photos, these perfect photos, these perfect people that somehow exist somewhere. They got to switch that to video. And I was like, man, that is going to thin out the herd like crazy. You know, and it really kind of has. I mean, video is a tough, tough beast. You know, I mean, it really, really is to tame. I mean, you really have to just jump in and do it. And congrats for doing that and excelling at it. Um, what kind of tips would you give people who are thinking about jumping into video stuff? I think, um, so when you use video, right, it's taking all those mediums that you were just talking about. It's taking images. It's taking um, it's taking text, it's taking the audio, and it's putting the story to life so people can actually visually see it. Uh, and that's what I love most about doing video. Being confident on video just comes with practice. It comes with you uh, doing it, just, just having the normal conversation on camera, even if nobody sees that video, but it's just you talking to, uh, you talking to the lens and, and, having your thoughts kind of in place. I think one of the hardest things people have is not necessarily, don't get me wrong. Everyone's like, well, I hate the way I look on camera. I don't like the way I sound. But I think at the end of the day, a lot of it is they just don't know what to say. So if you have some type of an outline with you, if maybe you go over the outline once or twice in your head before you hit record, you will feel a little bit more comfortable because you're going to know what you're trying to relay out to your audience. Okay. So what do you think about this whole live video thing? How does it tie into exactly what you teach people? You know, honestly, I think live video is making us even more lazier as um, videographers and video creators. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I, 
I love the concept because we can instantly communicate with our audience and show them the behind the scenes without taking the mo- taking the time to then go back and edit and and go through that whole entire creative process. Um, but there's something to be said about that too. People still want that prof- you know the professional quality video. We were just talking about that how YouTube is kind of up their game and um, people are going to 4,000k. They're you know. They're putting together these masterpieces, but if you're just starting out and you have an audience already on Facebook or on Instagram, all you have to do is hit that live button. And even if you don't want to be on camera, hit the live button and show somebody what you're experiencing in the moment or directing them, doing a tutorial or a behind the scenes of uh, a project that you're working on. And it's as simple as that to start communicating with your audience. Okay. Would you um, would you say then for these live videos, as you mentioned before, you should be kind of prepped and scripted a little bit. For the live videos, how do you kind of get over that hurdle? You know what I mean? You press the live button and then you're looking at this. I mean, you're looking at just your phone basically and you're thinking to yourself, whoa, how do you kind of get prepped to make that jump? Because in live videos, it's way more of a jump. Yeah. I mean, live videos, you do have to feel a little bit more comfortable speaking, I would say overall. Um, But have an outline prepared, have a content calendar that you're working off of too. So you have um, the information easily available that you can look on. So let's say you're going live on your computer or even I mean, I would say on your phone, but I would say let's say let's say you're going live on your computer. You can have your notes up on the screen, so you're looking straight at the lens, but you can still see your notes, and that that just makes people feel a little bit more comfortable and confident when they're going uh, live on camera. But like I said, it's just practice, and there's ways where you can go live and only you see it on Facebook. So if you don't like it at the end of the day, you just delete it and move on. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely have done that myself. I mean, you have to kind of test before you go live to see how, how you kind of look. Um, let me ask you something, though. Okay, live brings in a whole new component that Produce doesn't. It's the audience interaction. You know, all of a sudden you go from producing a nice little, you know, nice video to jumping on Ricky Lake. So how do you combat that? Like, you know, like, you know how it is. You have your script normally in a Produce video. You do your script. You run through it. Boom, boom, boom. You're done. But here's the thing for the audience. That's a whole new kind of a thing that, you know, is, is just completely new. How do you manage that? Yeah, I, (laughs) that is, that's true where people are just jumping in, they're saying hi to you, they're answering your questions. And that, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I do love the live streaming too, because you're getting instant gratification, instant feedback. Um, so First of all, when somebody is sitting, if when somebody is on your live, you know, recognize them and have points within your live, uh, your live streaming that you're going to recognize these people or questions. I wouldn't just do it scattered throughout your entire um, live feed because if you do decide to reuse that content, you're going to have a lot of editing to do because people don't want to hear you say, oh, hey, Sally. Oh, yeah. Thanks for, you know, that recipe last week or whatever. Um, so I what I like to do is in the beginning kind of explain what I'm going to be talking about, let people have the opportunity to get on, uh, to say hi. I interact with them then. And then I'll go into my content, maybe ask them a question or two about the content that I already 
have just presented to them and interact with them that way. And then I'll interact with them again at the end of the live stream before I sign off. And I think that's just an easier way for you to edit and reuse the content. With that being said, if these are some of your first live streams that you're ever doing, don't expect to have dozens or hundreds of people um, on with you because the algorithms in these social media platforms haven't yet picked you up to realize like, hey, I should be taking note in you because you're do now doing live streaming and video. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. I mean, it, it can like, you know, you go live for the first time, then all of a sudden you see that that one pop on and then it goes to zero. Then you <laughs> You're kind of going, come on, please jump on, please someone. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of one of those things. Um, I and don't even, I mean, don't get discouraged either if nobody pops on because a lot of people um, could go back to it, could watch the replay. So just keep going. If somebody isn't answering you or or nobody's on the call, you know, just keep kind of going through it and. And get through get through your content. Yeah. You know, I heard a, actually a valuable tip from someone who does lives. I got I forget who they were, but they told me this and it really stuck with me. They're like, look, here's the thing. When you go live, your audience is going to want to engage with you, whether it's your mother, whether it's your friend, whether it's someone who just wants to know a little bit about what you're talking about or who you are. So they're like, you know, before you start actually jumping in and doing your live thing, engage with them first. Say something like, Hey guys, this is la 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 la. I want to know how you guys are doing today. So please in the comment section, tell me how you guys are doing. So all of a sudden the peanut gallery kind of gets filtered there and you can kind of focus on exactly your content. I was like, God, that, that is so brilliant. You know what I mean? Engage with them before they start shooting up those comments like, Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> you know, and all these comments. Were yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, usually I, I ask them, you know, where are you coming in from? Exactly. What have you been up to today? Very cool. Very cool. Well, okay. Let's go to sponsors just real quick and let's come back. And I want to find out your ideal client and who should reach out to you as far as wanting to step up their game in videos. We want you as a sponsor. Replace my voice and become a sponsor for this podcast. Get in front of thousands of listeners and in front and center of one of the hottest design blogs in the country. Did I mention in front of our over 40,000 followers on Instagram? We can make it happen. Just reach out. Are you a designer, brand, or manufacturer looking for the right PR and marketing agency to take you to the next level? Tastefully Inspired Marketing PR can not only get your brand on the map with social media, but its blend of PR and licensing can take your brand to the next level. Tired of those agencies that couldn't produce results? Then maybe it's time you reach out to Tastefully Inspired. Okay, we're back. All right, Tori, here's the thing. Who are your clients? Who are, who, who are the people who should be reaching out to you if they want to step up their game in videos? So we uh, started a new Facebook group called Visibility for Entrepreneurs, and it's for creative entrepreneurs that are looking to really increase their visibility, but increase their visibility specifically with video. You know, it's taking that 15 minutes that you're doing a live stream every day and then breaking out all the different content from that one piece of video that you did. So we look to work with all different types of creative entrepreneurs. We have uh, makeup artists, we have home stagers, real estate agents, some designers um, inside our new video course called Video Visibility. And uh, the course just basically 
helps you leverage video and integrate it inside your marketing plan that you already currently are using in your business. Okay. So let's talk a little bit more about the uh, video visibility. Like, so is this kind of an online course? Is this something that a person needs to reach out to you to do the one-on-one consultations or how does this work? Nope. It's an on-demand online course and um, you have lifetime access to it. It's uh, a six-week course. So each week, new content is released that builds upon content from the previous week. And we talk about all different types of things from uh, mistakes to avoid, mistakes that I've made in TV reporting and with using video in my current business. Um uh, building your content library, coming up with a content calendar, your YouTube strategy, right? How to optimize your channel and your and all of your videos, uh, Facebook Live and live streaming and, and Facebook stories and Instagram stories. Uh, we've been focusing on that. But as you know, video is constantly changing. Technology is constantly changing. And social media platforms continue to up their game. So we add new content in there as soon as we feel that it's relevant to do so. Very nice. Hey, can you give us a kind of a sneak peek as, as, to, as to what are the different chapters or areas that other than what you just mentioned that, that you're going to focus on a little? Are you going to work a little bit on the scripting as well? Yeah, so we we also talk about uh, scripting. I give you some scripting hacks. I also give you uh, editing hacks or easy uh, shooting techniques for editing hacks because a lot of times, I'll give you a secret right now. A lot of times people don't shoot enough video when they're going to edit. And so what I like to do is shoot in almost a medium, a medium shot, not necessarily close up or too far away. But then you can uh, vary your shots within the editing system. Oh, very so cool. rather than having rather you know rather than having a jump cut in your video, which looks kind of unprofessional to a reporter's eyes, <laughs> you know you can switch it to a tighter shot or a little bit of a wider shot, and it looks seamless. Oh my god, it's so funny! I'm one of one of the guys I, I look out uh, look out towards or you know mentor or whatever Casey Neistat he's like yeah you know he's like you could tell that I'm not that good at video editing because all my stuff is done in jump cuts <laughs> yeah well you know and that that just might be his style too it just depends on who you're trying to relate to in your audience so maybe um, a regular consumer isn't going to necessarily worry so much about your jump cuts but if you're talking to a b2b or other professionals they're going to want a more polished professional looking video so just about it just depends on who your audience is very cool and i know you can't really mention names but can you give us a little bit of a case study what this has done for people you know a little bit of maybe a client you don't have to mention names i want to kind of show the audience a little bit about what they can expect in you know from the course yeah so i've had uh, some new home stagers who have never uh, really been into the business before. They have real estate agents now calling them because they put out videos in their local area about home staging and the value of home staging. Um, I also have people inside the course who are home staging veterans um, and have been doing video for a while, but it's just, it's polishing up what they've done and it's getting them to be consistent in it, which is getting, which is getting them more views on Facebook. It's getting uh, more calls coming in. So a lot of people have found that they are making substantially more, getting substantially more leads and making more money by using video in their business now. All right, fantastic. We even have like a makeup artist in there too, who who figured out her whole entire setup and how she's gonna 
you know, how she's going to actually present videos to her clients. And I mean, her setup now is magnificent compared to what she started with doing. So it just depends. It doesn't matter where you are in the video process. You're going to learn new information that you can use in your business. Very cool. Well, how, okay. So you mentioned your Facebook group. That's a probably, probably step one to go in there to kind of hear the hear people chatter or talking and to be able to connect with you, correct? Correct. Okay. So then next would be just go to your website to take a look at like the course and about you and all this kind of fun stuff. I just want to give people the perfect method to connect with you if they have an interest in the video course. So I say, I think it's probably the group, right? Or would they just reach out directly to you? Um, you can certainly head over to the group. You'll get a lot of free visibility resources there as we start to um, gain more traction with inside the group. It's a pretty new group, so you will be um, a new. You'll be a newbie among a newbie group creator and we're going to be putting a lot of beta stuff together. So you're going to be getting a lot of free resources that will eventually be paid content for other people involved. Um, but you can always reach out to me on Facebook too. I'm usually always there. You can, you know, direct message me, um, or you could get, you know, email me at Tori at Tori uh, or go straight to the video course and check that out. If you want, you can go to video visibility Very cool. Hey, Tori, thank you very much for jumping on the podcast. I know it wasn't scripted. You did fantastic. Um, Here's the thing, though. I also run a group on Facebook. We have about 3,600 like interior designer stagers. So if you ever want to drop in a video tip or whatever that can show people a little bit about what you got going on and send them over to your website or whatnot, feel free to. I'd love that. Um, like I said, I, I really do believe that there are so many resources out there that people need to know about to up their game. We're kind of all in this together. So um, it, it, that, that's yeah, awesome. so feel free. And thank you very much for taking the time. I do appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. All right, guys, this is Mark. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Tastefully Inspired Podcast. If you want to be a guest or sponsor, reach out. We'd love to have you. Three, two, one.